Did you know the average movie costs way more than you'll probably have... We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin from ABC Radio. So let's move to take us to June 1st. All right, so next weekend, June 1st. We're in June, second week of the summer, people. And uh, who who do we have that could possibly try to take some legs off Star Wars? Well, you got Johnny fucking Knoxville. Oh, yeah. With his new movie, Action Point. It's, it's, a, it's a comedy about, like, the most dangerous theme park of all time, which I happen to own, and... and uh, uh-huh. And we do all the stunts for real, like in Jackass. It's all wide frame, no cut on the action, so you can tell we're doing them. Why? why boy, is... did that cost me! <laughs> what happened? How many injuries? Let's go through it this time. Uh, on this one, uh, two concussions, a broken hand, sprained knee, torn MCL. Uh, I got stitches on this side. Uh, the worst thing is, I got home from the emergency room one night. I went three times in a five-day stretch at one point. Great. But I get home from the emergency room for my uh, second concussion, and I blow my nose. And when I blow my nose, my left eye pops out of its socket. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting that. Action Point is this weird fucking movie that I don't understand that's like a blend of grand of uh, Bad Grandpa and Jackass and a little bit of, uh, of Adventureland, I think. And it's a little bit of um, the real stunts and all that. Yeah, it's like the plot of the movie is Johnny Knoxville is an old man, but most of the movies him is a flashback to when he was young. And he, uh. used to, he used to run this adventure park, and uh, it's a sh- shitty, sucky adventure park. So they're like, well, let's make it fun by like taking all the safety standards and legs <laughs> off, and we'll we'll go fly and we'll make the water slides point at each other, so you come flying out and run into each other. And it's just all a bunch of setup so they could do real uh, jackass-like stunts. And they, right. they even push that in the trailer. They're like, real stunts, real injuries. Mm-hmm. It's like, so they're trying to make jackass with a narrative. Yeah. That's what that's yeah. what this is. And I'm like, why Why at that point? Like, nobody cared about the narrative in jackass. They just yeah. wanted to see guys slapping but, each other's balls with live tuna. Yeah, and... F- Fuck it. Like, embrace that. But now we got to sit through 10 minutes of narrative we don't give a shit about just to get to the next fucking stupid stunt. Regardless, I don't think they spent a lot of money on that. So, so it'll probably make it. It'll probably not be a total turd. Um, Adrift, Shailene Woodley and Sam Claflin. Sam Claflin. A young couple set sail across the ocean, get marooned during a powerful hurricane. Yeah, that's not going to. That could, I mean, that probably didn't cost much. Probably not even a big release. Who knows? Probably There's definitely right. an audience for that, but not a big one to. And then we got uh, two other movies on June 1st coming out. One called American Animals and one called Upgrade. And I don't know what either of these movies are. Yeah, I'm not sure that. I don't think these be, are going to be big ones to yeah. look forward to. So June 8th is uh, at least a couple well, we got Hereditary, which is a crowd a rousing crowd pleaser at Sundance. It's uh, another A twenty four horror film, um, which some people have quoted as the next, um, the next Exorcist. The next Exorcist. They, they say that a lot. I um, feel like that's that's thrown around way too much. And then you have Ocean's Eight, for some reason, Eight. It's because it's a prequel. There's going to be Ocean's 8, and then o- Ocean's 9, and then Ocean's 10, and then we'll be back at Ocean's oh, 11. Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't think of that, did you? I did not. In three and a half weeks, the Met will be hosting its annual ball, and we are going to rob it 
$16.5 million in each of your bank accounts five weeks from now. That's a lot. It is another heist movie, but it's all like an all women cast with Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett. They don't even have. Uh, Females could rob too, Steve. Anne Hathaway, Hannah Bonham Carter. That's oh, directed by Gary Ross. Even Soderbergh's not even helming that. So that'll be interesting. Um, I think that has potential to be a bomb. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much the money they spent on it, though. But. Obviously, like we say, it always it always depends on the budget. Obviously, if Ocean's 8 costs $200 million, <laughs> it's probably going to have I mean, a rough you've time. You've got some big names in there. I don't know why it would. That I don't would think, be ridiculous. I don't know how much they're having to pay off. I think Sandy it will. Bullock and Kate Blanchett and Anne I, Hathaway. Yeah. I think it's got some, got some talent. I think it looks. Um, I think it looks kind of fun. I think people like heist movies. I think it'll probably do all right. Yeah. I think it's got enough separation from anything that's, because it's before uh, the next big movie hits, which we'll see shortly, and it's got two weeks after Star Wars. I think yeah. it'll, it'll land in a nice little spot. Got the Fred Rogers Doc, which would be my neighbor, and then Hotel Artemis, which is something I've never heard of. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that will probably be awesome then. Uh, so then, Hereditary, I don't think will be. I doubt it costs that much money, and it it'll probably do fine because horror films always usually find their way. Yeah, it will. It'll, it'll, it's already got the. I think the the reviews and the buzz going that yeah. it's gonna be gonna be fine. Yep. So then we are at June. We are now at June fifteenth. And this is um, another big movie of the summer is hitting the long-awaited sequel to The Incredibles, The Incredibles 2. Clever. And, uh, yeah, supposedly this movie picks up literally right where the other Incredibles ends. And uh, we're, you know, more Incredibles. So if you liked mm. Incredibles, it's going to be incredible. I know that they've people have clamored for a sequel to The Incredibles for a long time. So you I'm know, sure it'll do well. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm sure. In animated movies are always a big commodity in the in the summer. Yeah. Kids, people looking to take their kids. Personally, I'm not really jazzed about this. I'll probably like if my movie pass is still in existence by then. I'll probably <laughs> yeah. see it. Right. Um, Incredibles has never been one of like the Pixar movies I've been crazy about. I know there's a lot of people who think it's the best Pixar yeah, movie. Yeah, there's some savagely enthusiastic people about Incredibles. I mean, I would take Toy Story over Incredibles any day myself. But. I thought Pixar was like, I liked the days when they were sort of very stingy on their sequels. Now it feels like that's yeah sliding away. But anyways, uh, Superfly, a remake of the 70s film. Oh, it's not about uh, Jimmy Five Snooker, the Superfly? No, it is not a wrestling documentary. <laughs> uh then there's the movie. I can't Tag. make that anymore because I think he got he, he got found guilty for killing someone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> killing somebody a long time ago. Um, Tag is really interesting uh, comedy. Yeah, about I think these people who pay an elaborate game of tag. This game has given us a reason to be in each other's lives. I think your dad would have really wanted you to be. Yeah. <laughs> Eat my, Eat my dick. dick. Balls. Uh, butt. 
ice cream. What? He knows I'm lactose intolerant. He's taunting me. Tega's coming out um, in a kind of shitty time. Yeah. But I, I'm hoping it'll still find its way. I think it looks funny. I think it's got a good I feel cast. Like it could be one of those surprise lingers, like a wedding crasher yeah. or something like that. Or so, it's just like that weird alternative to all the action and, and big budget stuff. It's kind of a fun. And hopefully it's R rated to that where it has that appeal to like people who don't want to see kid oriented stuff. Who don't want to fucking deal with a bunch of screaming kids in The Incredibles. Yeah, exactly. So I got to go see Tag. Ooh. So then we get to the June 22nd. We're at. The Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom with uh, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm. Um, we've got Boundaries with Vera Farmiga and Christopher Plummer. That's probably not a huge movie. Under the Silver Lake uh, looks like a horror film with the guy from It Follows or the director from It Follows. I never actually saw that. I heard a lot of good buzz about it. Yeah, I don't think either of these are going to be big. Uh, That's also A24. Are they just buying up all the horror films? I don't think either of these are going to be big, too big. Um, but they're probably all both cheaper movies. Yeah, totally. The, the big movie this week is obviously in June. This week of June 22nd is Jurassic World Fallen uh, Kingdom. Yep. And uh, why this movie, again, uh, like Solo, I believe will make money easily, hand over fist. I think that... It's worth mentioning because I think this movie is going to fall short compared to Jurassic World. Yeah, definitely. I think Jurassic World uh, really shocked a lot of people with how fucking great it did. I know it shocked me. Like, I thought it would do great. But I yeah. know, like, when it won the weekend and at that time and time had opening weekend record, I was like, wow, I never saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is a... It'd be a shocking candidate for a, a bomb and for the podcast, but I, I doubt that. Yeah, but I, I definitely think it's it's not going to do as good as Jurassic World. Yeah. Um, totally. Well, and it, you you've lost the like oh my god Jurassic Park's back after all this time factor. And now it's like oh okay, yeah here we go again. Jurassic World was fueled by nostalgia, and the nostalgia is gone. So now with Fallen Kingdom, they have to reel you back in on the merits of Jurassic World alone, which were not great. <laughs> And they have to reel you in on the merits of the potential of this movie. And everything from this movie um, that I've seen, and I like the Jurassic Park series, but nothing about this movie is making me be like, this looks good. Seems like a weird rehash of Lost World. It really does. Like, they should have called it the Lost Park Jurassic World. Because <laughs> it seems like the same movie. I mean, here, I'm going to read you the synopsis, Steve. Okay. And I want you to tell me if I'm talking about Last World or Ooh, Fallen Kingdom. All right, I like this game. A rescue op to an island after the park is no longer open or functioning. The rescue op turns out to be a front by an evil corporation with bad intentions. They take the dinosaurs back to the mainland. The dinosaurs escape on the mainland and terrorize an urban slash populated area. Uh, well, that's clearly the Lost World plot. Is clearly the plot for Fallen Kingdom as well. Oh my god! <laughs> At least according the to the trailer, exists, right? They're like, let's just do it again. We'll add some flavor, some spice, a little prat. They got better VFX now. We got some bigger dinosaurs. Yet somehow the they VFX... still have Jeff Goldblum there too. They yeah, still got him to make say a couple catchphrases to to recite the name of the uh, yes. movie. They got it. 
So let's let's move on. Let's what's on the next week? We've got the, this is a weird weekend. Friday, June 29th. Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Uh, so I think it's like it's like third title. Uh, it's a sequel to Sicario, which was a very critical darling, and I know a lot of people liked it. I don't think it made an exceptional amount of money, but it was a very popular film. I'll admit I never saw it. I, I really like the writer, Tyler I, Sheridan. I wanted to see it. Um, yeah, same. I, I just never got around to it. Maybe I'll check it out at some point before this one. But um, a weird... I, it's a weird movie for the summer, I'll be honest. It is, because the first one came out in September of 2015. And, uh, I'm pretty sure that one had like Oscar buzz and, and stuff like it that. It won some stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think it was some technical awards. I think it was nominated for a cinematography award. So this one coming out in the summer, I don't know. Either they think that the name carries more than uh, what it does or maybe it, maybe it is maybe it will carry it but or they don't think it's as good and they're just dumping it in the summer instead of in the Oscar season. I don't know. Yeah, like you said Sicario wasn't it was a big it was a critical hit, but it was only it only cost 30 million dollars and it made 85, which is isn't bonkers, but it's a but it's a profit. And this is also a different director. The first one was Dennis Villeneuve. Well, That's right. Villeneuve is I it? don't know how to say it. Villanueva. Villanueva. I don't know. That's not Nuevo, but uh, he went on to do... Old Dennis V. He went on to do uh, Arrival and then... Uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner 2049. So he... I do like him, but now that we have this other guy, Stefano Salima. Yeah, I think uh, they're they're trying to move this into the summer. not as many credits. Maybe they're hoping that the last movie they they were disappointed with its return based off its reviews, so they're like obviously the problem with the first movie was that it came out in September because because uh, it was a solid good movie yeah. critics love it it got award talk, but it needed to make more money so maybe they're like so let's move it to the summer where there's more audience but you know the catches there's always more competition yeah, but well, if it, it ha- if it has a similar budget I think it'll do fine. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and it might have some legs with it too. Like I think maybe enough people go to see it every weekend as an alternative to what's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you're coming out against Uncle Drew. Oh, don't you disrespect the Drew, Uncle D. Someone like you could combine the old school with the new school at the Rocker. I'll do it on one condition. Anything you want. It's got to be my team, my roster. Okay, anything but that. Don't be slamming my door. Sorry about that. Um, hey man, you just did the nah. same. Gotta get the boys. Here's up, man. Are you blind? Swish. Hey, yeah. I mean, you look like Wolverine's grandfather. That's none of my business. That's your look. I drink that cone. So apparently, uh, if you don't know what this is, this is Kyrie Irving, NBA basketball player, would dress up in old person makeup, and then he would go out and like play some pickup basketball and start like destroying people. Um, and it was like a web, a video, a series. I don't know. It was like a, something sponsored by PepsiCo. I know that. Yeah. And uh, they just, they were on the internet somewhere. So they decided, let's go all in and make a feature length film out of this and like drag in a bunch of NBA stars to uh, star along. So we got Shaquille O'Neal, Reggie Miller, um, a bunch of other people get roped into this if you like the nba you know what's up with this movie yeah 
you don't like the NBA, Nate you're probably not going to see this movie. Yeah, I think that's pretty much NBA fans might come out to see it. Even then, like I don't know if people are going to be like, this looks too stupid to to uh, spend money on. Yeah. Um, this is again. This would be definitely a movie pass movie if it still exists at this point. I think Uncle Drew, for me, is going to be. Depends on the budget, but if this movie had any sort of like a pretty good budget, I could see this bombing. Because yeah, I don't think this has a huge audience. Like NBA fans, it's only and it's only going to get some NBA fans, right? People that like this kind of humor. Um, and then on. T- and the interesting thing to me is is how much these NBA stars are getting played. Because mm. NBA stars make a lot of money to play basketball. Yeah, they do. But when they get in front of a camera, are they going to still think they are, have that worth? Well, I bet Kyrie Irving was like, hey, you can't do this without me. And since have, Kyrie Irving believes in Flat Earth, none of us should support this movie anyway. <laughs> so let's make it a bomb, people. Step back because I might put it on He put your baby behind his back. You'll let this man step curry your baby. Oh, cool.